Terry to come and open the service with the word of prayer. Amen. Let's just say, I bless your name. I give you all. I bless your name. I bless your name. C'est le Dieu qui nous ensemble, Seigneur Jésus, qui t'a lié, Seigneur Jésus, qui pour t'implorer, Seigneur, ta gloire, ta miséricorde éternelle des armées. Ce n'est pas, Seigneur Jésus, un Dieu qui ne sait pas l'histoire, Seigneur. C'est un Dieu vrai, Seigneur Jésus, le Dieu palpable, Seigneur Jésus, le Dieu qu'on peut toucher, 
Les dieux qu'on peut expérimenter au éternel des armées, c'est le même Dieu que Seigneur nous train de prier maintenant, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, Seigneur Jésus-Christ. C'est le Dieu, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, qui est avec Moïse. C'était le même Dieu, Seigneur, qui est avec Seigneur Jésus-Christ, les enfants d'Israël, Seigneur Jésus-Christ. C'est le même, le même Dieu, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, le Dieu qui, qui nous a envoyé, Seigneur, les, les prophètes du temps de la fin, Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Le Dieu qui nous a envoyé, le Seigneur Jésus-Christ, les prophètes Branham, éternel, les armées. C'est lui qui nous a réunis, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, pour Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Attendre, Seigneur Jésus, les bons moments, Seigneur, pour aller, Seigneur, à la maison, Seigneur Jésus-Christ. C'est une grâce, Seigneur Jésus, c'est une miséricorde éternelle que nous avons fait, Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Pour que, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, un jour, Seigneur, nous puissions encore nous revoir, Seigneur, avec nos défunts parents, Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Avec nos défunts frères, Seigneur, qui nous ont quittés, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, avant, Seigneur Jésus-Christ, que nous puissions nous voir, Seigneur, éternel des armées. Nous te prions, Seigneur Jésus, nous te rendons gloire, Seigneur Jésus, dans les précieux noms de notre Seigneur Jésus-Christ. Amen.
to the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 10, and I will read verse 7. Revelation 10, verse 7. It reads in this manner, I found, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he hath declared it to his servants the prophets. Romans 10. Verse 14 until verse 15. Romans 10. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring let tidings of good things. Amen. Amen. As we close our eyes. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this evening. And Lord, beautiful songs have been sung unto you. You are the Almighty God. 
the creator of the heavens and the earth. And Lord, in appointed time, we who we did not know you, you made a way for us to know you. And we'll forever be thankful, Heavenly Father. It's not because of great things that we have done. We didn't even deserve your mercy, but you came at the right time. And Lord, you planted something in us that was of eternity to believe with. That is why we are very much thankful this evening. Here are the believers, they have come to the church this evening. Bless them, you know their needs, you know their requests. Granted, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. Just for a few minutes, I want us to speak about God's final voice for, for the age. Amen. God's final voice for the age. When, when you go... Uh, on the internet there's, there's a lot of criticism that, that have emerged over the years about the prophet messenger then and there are, there are people that, that would want to discredit him and say he wasn't, he wasn't the true prophet uh, he made a mistake here this is what he said. We can't prove it. Hallelujah. They, they have gone even to an extent of even attacking the pictures that were taken, the pillar of fire, the cloud, and so forth. And the, it's, it's something that is busy on a daily basis. I, I, was, I was watching and I said, these people are too late. Hallelujah. Because if you want to disprove a picture, we've moved from a place where we believe the prophet because of a picture. Uh, hallelujah. I, I don't believe that William Brenham is a prophet because I saw a picture. Hallelujah. Because the scripture that never said, behold, I will send you a picture. Hallelujah. I, I do not believe William Maron Brenham to be a prophet because uh, of he was on a hunting trip because he never said behold I'll send you a hunter I believe William Miron Brenham to be a prophet because he turned my heart Amen. hallelujah yes. behold I'll send you Elijah the prophet he will turn the hearts of the children back to the hearts of the fathers and this evening I want to say my heart has been turned Amen. hallelujah it was not turned by the pillar of fire, but by the picture of the pillar of fire, but it was it was it was turned by the message of Elijah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, when 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 you look at at at, and I want to, I want I want I just want to read few quotations as well as as I'm going along. What 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 was the what was the essence of God is sending Brother Brenham in the end time. Hallelujah. What, why did God send Brother Brenham in the end time? Was it so that we, we can build a bigger church? Hallelujah. Was it, was it because maybe just to make us ministers to be smarter? Or was it, was it just for the conduct for the sisters to wear long dresses? 
what was the essence of Brother Brandon coming in the end time? The, and and you, you need to know he, the purpose of his ministry so that you can understand where the ministry is taking you to. Yes, Hallelujah. Because if you don't know what was the purpose of his ministry, you will not know when that purpose has been fulfilled. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. It, it simply says, Behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet. But I want to come into the early stages of Brother Brennan's ministry. He was, he was at a river, uh, Ohio, and he was there baptizing people. And, and you remember the story. As he was baptizing the 17th person, a voice came over that river and, and a voice spoke behold uh, it said as, as John the Baptist was the forerunner of Christ in his first coming your message shall be a forerunner of Christ in his second coming yes. hallelujah yes. I, think, I think that set the tone for the prophet's ministry that he's got to come to a point where he introduces Christ to the people yes. hallelujah and, and, and when it was there, it is beautiful because when the voice spoke, Sister Mida was there by the river. Hallelujah. And that is before she knew about what the prophet's message, uh, ministry was all about. That is before even the prophet could approach her to marry her. Among the people, many people never had that voice, but Sister Mida had that voice. And I, I'm simply saying it was, it was Sister Mida was a type of the bride in the end time. A voice has spoken. Many people never got to hear the voice, but we have heard the voice. Yes. Hallelujah. When, when Jesus was with his disciples, a voice spoke. And when a voice spoke, it spoke a message. However, the people that were around, they said it thundered. But those that were predestinated to hear the voice, they said an angel has spoken. Hallelujah. Brother Brenham's message today to many people is just a thunder. But to the bride, there is a message in that voice. And that message is transforming us daily into becoming the bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. How, how many are thankful that God sent the prophet in the end time? Where, where would we be if God did not send the prophet in the end time? And, and I'm glad that when he sent this prophet... He made his makeup to withstand the challenges of the hour. Yes. Hallelujah. He could not be bought with money. Popularity never got to him. Women never got to him. Because why? It had to be a solid ministry. Because this man was not just a prophet, but he was the Eliezer in the end time. He had to find the individuals that were going to, be, to make up the bride of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are we still together? Now, why did God send the prophet in the end time? The reason God sent the prophet in the end time is that the fivefold ministry without the prophet, they always get lost as much as the laity gets lost. Amen. Hallelujah. And I will read your quotation to show you that the prophet is the restorer of the truth. Hallelujah. And once the prophet has spoken, every man and woman must be subject to that prophet. Hallelujah. Because when, when you were going with Moses, you couldn't believe Joshua unless his message lined up with Moses. Hallelujah. And in the end time, it's exactly what is happening again. Men and women are rising, but they are lining up with the message of Malachi 4. Hallelujah. 
Listen to what the prophet says in the Seven Church Age book. He says, Dows, when we see that the messengers are in his hand, the seven messengers, we see the Lord identifying himself with these men and granting them his power. It was not Brother Branham's power, it was God's power. Hallelujah. And he continues, he says, it is not enough that he has associated himself with the whole church, which we saw when he was standing amongst the seven golden lampstands. Nor is it even enough that we see the fivefold ministry of Ephesians 4, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors. Hallelujah. It's not enough. Hallelujah. He goes and says, for each age, the church goes astray. Hallelujah. In every age, the church went astray. Even in the end time, the church went astray. But listen to what he says. He says, and for each age, the church goes astray. And it is not just the laity, but the clergy group as well. Shepherds are wrong as well as sheep. Then God brings himself on the scene as the chief shepherd in the ministries of these seven men to lead his people back to the truth, the abundant power of that truth. And on this note, I want to say, unless the prophet came, the truth was not restored. Hallelujah. And the reason God sent the prophet, it was because he wanted the truth to be restored. Hallelujah. And, and, and I want to put it in this manner, and I will read a quotation. Brother Brenham says, I wasn't the one that appeared at the river. I was only standing by when he appeared. Amen. Hallelujah. So that means Brother Brenham is simply telling you that I was here to introduce somebody to the people. Amen. Hallelujah. What is his purpose, the purpose of his ministry? To introduce Christ among his people. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to what he says in the message, you must be born again. But the true word comes to the prophet. He tells you the true word. You follow that true word. And you get a true experience of the word. Because the word is made flesh in you. And you become God's son. And the word of God is revolving right out of God into you. Because you are of his nature his spirit is in you. You will do the works of God. Hallelujah. The Bible said so. Hallelujah. So, how do you judge a true prophet? A true prophet must bring the true weight. And that true weight must bring a true experience. That true experience must bring a true spirit. That true spirit must bring a true life. Hallelujah. Then you are able to see that this man was sent from God. Hallelujah. And I'm glad to say, Brother Bram's ministry was able to achieve that in this evil age. Amen. Hallelujah. Those that have accepted his message, they have got a true experience, they have got a true spirit, and they have got a true life that is vindicating that Jesus is alive again. Amen. Hallelujah. And that is why we, we want to thank God for that. And, and Brother Bram comes just to understand the just of his ministry. He says, now I'm not a preacher. You know I am not. I have not the education to do it. And I'm glad Brother Brenham never had the education. He came, he spoke the language that was not in line with the religion of the day. He came, he spoke 
the language that was not in line with the education of the day. He stood on the podium and spoke a broken grammar. And when you listen to him, the grammar, when you assess it, it, it showed he was not educated. Because God did not want to attract the people through grammar. Because why? The predestinated ones will recognize God's prophet irrespective of how he comes because predestination will never go wrong. And I'm glad this morning I can say, this evening I can say to this church, the predestination will never go wrong. You were found because you had to be found. Hallelujah. You believe because you had to believe. It, it is part of God's predestination. And, and when he stood there and he spoke and using the broken grammar, the people were there listening to him and say, he, he is out of class. Hallelujah. He, 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 he doesn't have what it takes to be a minister. Until he confessed, he said, I'm not a preacher. But we were not looking for a preacher. We were looking for a prophet sent from God. Amen. Hallelujah. And, 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 and when he stood there, he said, I'm not a preacher. You know I'm not. I have not the education to do it. Sometimes I feel reluctant standing here before this man of God. Who's called to that office? Can you check that? These great men were there, educated, polished. I'm unlike them. But he, God knew that the bride was not looking for a polished man. But the bride was looking for a man whose God's attribute expressed as a prophet in the end time. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, we didn't, did you want somebody that was polished? Or did you want somebody that came from the mind of God? Yeah. Hallelujah. He says, he says, sometimes I feel reluctant standing here by men of God who's called to that office. These are apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, read between the lines. These are the fivefold ministry. And the fivefold ministry is not enough unless you've got a dispensational prophet. Amen. Hallelujah. These are the fivefold ministry, but we, you, Brother Branham had to be revealed to you as to who he was. Now he says, not all are apostles, not all are prophets, not all are teachers, not all are evangelists, but my ministry is different ministry from a pastor or a teacher or evangelist. What was his ministry? He says, if I say wrong things, brethren, forgive me. I don't mean it, but this is my ministry to declare him that he's here. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are, are you not happy? Those men, they could not declare him to be here. But this man with a broken grammar, this man with no credential, this man with no backing of any denomination, he was able to come to the people and say, my ministry is to declare that he's here. What a bold statement. He, this prophet believed in himself. He knew what he was sent for. And he could not compromise on what he was sent for. He could not be bought out of what he was sent for. He had to come and say, my ministry is to declare that he's here. And the prophet can never lie. When he spoke, those that were predestinated knew that he's here. And this evening I want to say, he's here. This ministry is not to have a bigger convention. 
This ministry is not for us to stand before you. This ministry is not to build buildings. This ministry is to say that he is here. Do you recognize the one that is amongst you? Hallelujah. Who is that one? The same one that appeared to Abraham. The same one that appeared to Moses. He saw the back part of a man. That same one is in the building tonight. And I want to say something to you. He will deliver the product. He will finish what he started. Have confidence in him. And in this end time, God could not send gifts. Hallelujah. He couldn't send speaking in tongues. Cannot stand in the end time. Hallelujah. This, this, this is a time where God had to give himself. Ooh, this is wonderful. He gave gift after gift. But for the final hour, for the final episode, the Lord himself descended and came to the people and the prophet recognized him and said, He is here. Till one message he says, It's not my voice. It's my voice. But it's not me. It is him. And we recognize it. Can you read between the lines? When he preached that seventh scene, he said, there is somebody who is here. And I feel checked. Hallelujah. He says, this one, if he's here, I must decrease. He must increase. What was happening? A transition was taking place. As John the Baptist said, behold the Lamb of God. In the end time, William Merrill Brenham was here to say, behold the Lamb of God. And here's something beautiful. That lamb was in the prophet. And today I can say again, behold the lamb of God. Where is that lamb? In the bride. You are veiling that, that lamb this evening. And if God is in you, do not worry. Hold on to him. The right will be shaky. It will be difficult. There will be challenges. But the one that started the journey, he's in you to finish the journey. Now he comes in the message of the anointed ones. He says, now, I want you to know this for sure. He wants you to be certain of it. You that listen to this tape, you might have thought today that I was trying to say that about myself being that i was picking this message i have nothing to do with it hallelujah no more than just a voice my voice even my even against my better judgment because it was not his judgment it was god's judgment he said things that he shouldn't have said as a human being hallelujah he he had people that he should have not had. Hallelujah. He spoke against people that he should have never spoken against. Because it was not William Brenham, but it was God using the voice of William Brenham. To a great extent at times he spoke against his very own against his own family. Because why? It's against his judgment. Hallelujah. He says. It's the will of my father that I declared to do and determined to do. I wasn't the one that appeared down on the river. I was only standing there when he appeared. 
But unless the prophet stood next to him, you would have never recognized the one that came down. Hallelujah. You would never recognize Jesus Christ except through John the Baptist. You will never recognize Jesus Christ through Brother Brenham. And we are not ashamed that Brother Brenham is the prophet of the hour. Hallelujah. Because why in this age, we will keep on saying, the prophet said, the prophet said, the prophet said. That's what they said when they moved out of Egypt. Moses said, Moses said, Moses said. In the end time, the bride said, the prophet said, the prophet said, the prophet said. What? The message will make the result to come. I'm not the one that performs these things and foretells these things that happens as perfectly as they are. I'm the only one that's near when he does it. I was only a voice that he used to say it. It wasn't what I knew. Stay with me. It wasn't what I knew. No, the prophet said, I'm glad God got hold of me before the church he did. Yes. Hallelujah. Because if this prophet could have been stay, could have stayed in the denominational system for far too long, you've got a tendency that as you go along, when, when it gets tougher, you, you tap into your experience. So this prophet had no denominational experience. Hallelujah. And he says, if I was only a voice that he used to say. It wasn't what I knew. It's what I just surrendered myself to. This message must not be analyzed. You need to surrender yourself to this message. Hallelujah. He says, it it is not me. It wasn't the seventh angel. It was the manifestation of this son of man. It wasn't the angel, his message. It was the mystery that God unfolded. It's not a man, it's God. The angel was not the son of man. He was the messenger from the son of man. The son of man is Christ. He is the one that you are feeding on. You are not feeding on a man. His words will fail. But you are feeding on the unfailing body weight of the Son of Man. What, what birthed you in the end time? Hallelujah. Why are you here this evening and believing the message? Did, did somebody convince you and say, debate it with you? If, if you are a product of debate, you need to be sustained by debate. Hallelujah. If you are the product of the weight, you will be sustained by the weight. And in the end time, this ministry, it had the ability to give birth. It was not a barren ministry. When, when he started, he was alone. Hallelujah. And he, he had birth pains. He went through experiences where people doubted that what he was speaking to the people will stand the test of time. But I'm glad to say to you, almost over 45 years later, this message has produced more sons and daughters of God. Because it was not a psychology, it was thou says the Lord. The word of God will never return to him void. It shall accomplish what it was sent for. The word was sent in the end time. 
And you as a genie of God, you were magnetized to that weight. He says in this message, God's eye. This is just you. You, you are using God's gift now. I'm not his gift. Is the angel of the Lord. He has to use somebody's voice to speak it. Brother Brenham, there isn't it. When may God made him to speak squirrels into existence, it is not because God is a sure man. No, say. He simply wanted to demonstrate that the same voice that said to you, Come out of them, my people, is the same voice that was there in Genesis chapter 1. They say all the messages were spoken by that voice. And that voice is the one that called you from wherever you are. This, the, what, is, what is this voice? The Lord himself shall descend with a shout. This message is the shout. It's, it's, it's to speak to the people wherever they are, to come out of their own traditions, denominations, and they are coming out. And he shall descend with the voice. The same voice that rose Jesus from the Lazarus from the, the, from the dead, it shall speak again. It shall rise sons and daughters of God from the grave. What for? The trumpet is for the gathering. Hallelujah. And, and here we are at the end time. How could I have found you? I didn't know you. I didn't know where you were. I didn't know what you were up to. I never planned in my sketch that Clement is at such and such place. He will come and say, no. The great intelligence that sent the message, it made the message to hover around the world like a magnet. And the people that were made of the word material, wherever they were, deep in sin, deep in denominational tongue, they had to come out. What attracted to them? The word attracted to them. Why did the word attract them? It's because the word attracted the weight. I want to say to you, even when you were in sin, you were still part of the weight. Because if that was not the case, you would have never come. The Samaritan woman was part of the way. That's why Jesus, he had to go by the way of Samaria to call her out. It was something in the Samaritan woman that attracted Christ to come that way. There was something in you, wherever you were, that attracted the message to come your way. And when the message came your way, how many people did it bypass? The pastors were bypassed. The churches were bypassed. The Pope was bypassed. Why? God will always take the message to the predestinated seat. And God will never go wrong. This evening, why are we in Whitbank? To declare the word of God wherever they are. If they are the word material, you will see them moving out and say, I hear a voice. Not from Lighthouse Tabernacle, but a voice from God. Are you one of the people that had that voice? Has that voice spoken to you? Will that voice keep you on the way? The prophet, listen, in one meeting, 
a young man stood up who was a, a French interpreter. Spoke in French and there was somebody to translate. Listen to the words that were spoken. I mean the message is standing in the gap. Now, here is what it said. Because thou hast chosen the narrow path. The harder way. Folks, this is the harder way. You don't go to heaven rocking on a lazy boy. No, this is a battle, my brother. You, you must be ready for the battle. Because this age needs victors. It's not going to be easy. There's still mountains to climb. There are still rivers to cross. There are still deserts to cross. But I want to tell you, something is pulling you home. No matter where you are, something says, keep on going. Sometimes you can't walk. You just crawl. Sometimes you can't crawl. You just roll. It's not you. The same power that called you is pulling you. Because thou hast chosen the narrow path, the harder way. Thou hast walked in your walked in your own choosing. Were you forced to come? It was my own choice. When the message was revealed, I dropped everything. I said, This is the truth. It was my own choosing. Did the circumstances force you? No, sir. God might have created circumstances to lead you away, but ultimately you had to say, Yes, Lord. It was your own choosing. Now I can see that Moses had to make his choice. Thou, thou hast picked the precise, correct way, correct decision. It is my way. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That decision that you made that was precise, that was harder, that was correct, it was not yours, it is his. How does it become his? It was him choosing in you. Because, because of this momentous decision, a huge portion of heaven awaits you. When were these words spoken? This was the way it was spoken when the prophet had a text burden. It was a, spoken when he only had one typewriter. Oral Roberts had university. Bill Graham had university. Until the prophet said, but, but where is my inheritance? But the, the, the voice spoke, a huge portion of heaven awaits you. When I saw that, I said, God, I am included in that part. Why is it a huge portion? It's because I have got a share as a follower of William Branham. The voice said, whatever you love, and whatever loved you is here with you. Yes. How many love the prophet? Yes. And how do you demonstrate that you love him? Live according to what he has spoken. Yes. Sometimes what we take the prophet for, you can say we are fanatics. In when, when they moved out of Egypt, I can imagine the sisters, in the Hebrew sisters, they must have been talking to the Egyptian sisters and say, tonight we are cooking the lamb uh, and we've got a recipe. We are going to make the lamp in this way. Maybe the, the Egyptian sisters say, but that spice is, spice is not good. But they say, no, it's a prophetic spice. The prophet is the one that designed the menu for the exodus. This message in the end time, it is a prophetic menu. If he prescribed a certain spice, no matter how bitter it is, take it. 
I hope we are together. If you take it, a huge portion of heaven awaits for you. He says, what a glorious decision. What a glorious decision thou hast made. This in itself is that which will make and come to pass the tremendous victory in the love divine. Your decision will bring victory. He comes in another message. He says, present stage of my ministry. He says, I hope he will crown my ministry. Of letting me take the clothes of the weight. And dress his bride in the clothes of the weight. For his righteousness. I hope he will crown me. And let me stand there on that day. And say, behold the Lamb of God. That takes away the sin of the world. Did this, did this quotation become fulfilled? Yes, in 1963, the mighty angel came down. And he introduced him. He came before the church and the message is the rising of the sun. And said, do you see his beard? Do you see his eyes? It's our Lord Jesus Christ up there. Science couldn't understand it. But the prophet was here to introduce him. And I say, why was it only the head? Where was the body? You are the body. And where did that head go to? Where did he go to? Where is that mighty angel this evening? Where, where has he gone to? He has not gone back to heaven. He descended. He has not ascended. Where is he today? Is he at Jeffersonville? No, sir. Is he at Europe? Is he at some China uh, 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 village? Where is he? You are containing that mighty angel this evening. That mighty angel has come into you to rapture your body. God, how did we know that there was the bride? God would have never taken the prophet unless the bride was materialized. The purpose was to clothe the bride. How do you clothe somebody who is not there? The prophet clothed the bride. Hallelujah. And you may say, Brother Madiba, when the prophet was around, I was not around. You didn't have to be around. Your theophany was around. Your body had the beginning, but your theophany did not have a beginning. That's why I've got full confidence that I was on Sunset Mountain when the mighty angel came down. Actually, I came down with him. When looking at the prophet, the prophet said, all the saints were represented there. And I was there when he came down. When the saints were revealed, I was there. That's why no one can deceive me. Let's continue. Are we still together? A true prophet that knows the word of God. If he doesn't know the word of God, then he's not a true prophet. I asked the brother, and I was criticizing Brother Brenham. He's an ex-message believer. Hallelujah. And he was saying some funny things. I simply said to him, I say, if, if it's comfortable with you, let, let's leave William Brenham out of our discussions. Let's not talk about him. Let's just be you and I and the Bible in between. I said, how would you recommend that I get baptized? 
Show me a way. Let's forget about William Bram. Show me a way. Advise me how should a marriage and divorce issue be handled. Leave William Branham aside. Then he said, then I've got no comment. You know why? He knew that. It's no longer a matter of William Branham. It was a matter of the weight. Hallelujah. Because William Branham did not bring his ideology, he brought the weight. Even when you remove him out of the picture and we show you the way, he, he had to tell me that, he knew that, he had to tell me, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was going to say, where did you take it from? Because what? You didn't dream it. You were not lucky to bump into it. Somebody told you. And, and, and once he has answered, I was going to say, who is that man? Then he realized that he must run away. Let me tell you, the word will stand for itself. The word does not want to be backed up by the people. The word will stand for itself. Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. And the word spoke things into existence. And the word will stand for itself. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word shall never pass away. Let me put my food on the word of God. Everything will pass away. But the word shall never pass away. Oh brother, disconnect me from anything else. But never disconnect me from the word. Because this word is the word of God. It's God himself. And never be ashamed of this word folks. There will be challenges. There will be moments of doubt. But one thing that I want to tell you, he who called you is more than faithful. And I'm glad I never called any of you. I never sat down with you and tried to convince you. You came wherever you were and made your way and said, God, send the prophet. You didn't know the scriptures. You didn't know the quotations. But you were able to identify that voice from God. A true prophet knows the word of God. If he doesn't know the word, then he is not a true prophet. You know why we'll never turn back on this message? We're birthed. Brother Bram said, you are my children in the faith. We can't disown the prophet. We are backed by him. Even if you backslide, you even think like the message believer. You get irritated even when you are in sinful life and say, no, but you don't do it like that. Why? Because you were backed. We, we were backed. The prophet did not adopt us. He backed. There were, there were birth pains. And he gave birth to us. And that's why we speak like him. We walk like him. Why? Because he's a representation of Jesus Christ in the end time. How can they believe if there is no one sent to tell them? How can they believe if they don't know in whom they believe in? I'm not happy that you're a message believer in the end time. Where would we be if God did not send this prophet? 
And they came to worship him. Some were baptizing in his name. He said, I'm leaving the ministry. They are turning me into an antichrist. If you worship me, you turn me against my creator. Hallelujah. And that is why and on Sunday I addressed the issue of the song that was sung in Mambi. I, I was on the phone call with Pastor Ngodeo and he spoke about it. I said, Pastor, you know it is wrong. He said, Brother Madiba, it broke my heart. I'm not God, I'm an amateur God. Hallelujah. That's how all the true servants of God will be like. And this prophet was like, he loved this Savior so much. Do you love him this much this evening? Would you let go of everything for him? And live for him? Will, will you defeat yourself for him? This prophet, until his, even his daughter, said, I wouldn't want to be married to a man like you. You are, you are not home. You come here just to change clothes, hunting trip, meetings. I don't want to be married to a man like you. And it broke the prophet's heart. Why didn't he stop and say, I want to take care of my family? It was no longer his life. He became a prisoner to this message. And all the people that will believe his message will become a prisoner to this message. We, we, we as well can quit and say, we are done. But why are we not quitting? The message has become us. The spoken words that people are analyzing and say, he said, he said, it's late. Those spoken words are walking on two feet. Christ is the mystery of God revealed. He's walking on two feet. The spoken word is the original seed. It's walking on two feet. It is the rising of the sun. It's walking on two feet. You can never reverse the process. A true prophet stays with the word. And friends, I want to say, the word will cost you so much. But never turn your back on the word. It will make you unpopular, but it will make you honest. Stay with the word. Whatever the word says, stay right with it. No matter what the trend of the day, what the modern church says or what somebody else says or what somebody else does, the true prophet stays with the weight. If he stood with the weight, he will stay with the weight. And God will definitely deliver the product. And I don't know how many say, I'm thankful that I'm a message believer. I go through battles sometimes. I stand back and say, God, I thank you, you sent the prophet. He taught us how to react in every environment we find ourselves in. And if he never gave up, I won't give up. If he never gave up, don't give up. Keep on holding on to this message. This message will transform you one of these days.
Listen to what he says. Revelation chapter 22, verse 8. Revelation 22, verse 8, it reads in this manner. It says, I, John, saw these things and had them. John typed to the bride, how many have had these things and have seen them? If you just heard, you can never be an eyewitness. You must hear and see. I, John, saw these things and heard them. When I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. What, did he, what things did he see? <laughs> the seven church ages. What things did he see, John? He saw the seven seals being revealed. He saw the vase. He, he saw the millennia, the rapture of the church. He saw the wedding supper. He saw the millennium. Hallelujah. And after he saw the white throne judgment, he saw the Gog and Magog. He saw the new city. He, he saw these things. And, and are, you not, are you not joining the end time? Did not this angel show you the seven church ages? Did he not say, show you the seven seal? Did he not show you? Even the new city said, I've measured the new city. This prophet was there. He showed us, us everything. And he says, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do not do it, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets. It was the prophet. If you say angel, it doesn't mean an angel with wings. It means somebody sent. And of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. Worship God. And he saith unto them, Seal not the sayings of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. When that era, folks, he that is unjust, let him be unjust. He that is filthy, let him be filthy. He that is righteous, let him be righteous. We're at a point where things are taken to the extreme. Amen. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. That's the word of the prophet. I'll stop here. God bless you. I'm only in this message by grace. I didn't deserve to be here, but grace made it possible for me to be here.
believe the song.
can just sing any worshiping song as they count.
Gracious Heavenly Father, indeed we glorify Thee once more this evening, Father. Heavenly Father, you said where two or three are gathered in my name, I will be in their midst, Father. So we thank Thee this evening, Heavenly Father, for manifesting Yourself, Lord. Heavenly Father, we are not looking for You because we know that You are in us, Heavenly Father. Oh, thank you once more, Heavenly Father, that you came and spoke to our hearts, Heavenly Father. It was not a man that speaking to us, Heavenly Father, but we know that you have descended according to Revelation 10, Lord. Heavenly Father, you are here, Almighty Jesus. That was the purpose of the ministry, Heavenly Father, of Malachi 4, is to declare that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Father. So whatever, Heavenly Father, that we are in need, Heavenly Father, that you know, we know that you are here, Heavenly Father, to provide as you were, Heavenly Father. Almighty Jesus, once more, Heavenly Father, we have heard the voice of the age, Heavenly Father, speaking to us, calling us from the denominations, Heavenly Father, calling us from our traditions, Heavenly Father, calling us from whatever that we have been busy with doing, Heavenly Father, to come and gather in this fashion, Heavenly Father, to come and worship you and praise thee, Heavenly Father, because you have you deserve to be praised, Heavenly Father. As the messenger of the hour taught us, Heavenly Father, that worship is not only in the church, Almighty God. Wherever we are, Heavenly Father, when you hear somebody speaking in vain about the name of the Lord, we must worship you by telling him that there is God, Heavenly Father. Whatever that, when we hear that, Heavenly Father, that there is no hope, somebody is, is sick, Heavenly Father, we must worship you, Heavenly Father, that telling him that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. By your stripes, Heavenly Father, we have been healed, Almighty God. Heavenly Father, bless thy servant once more, Heavenly Father. He give him strength once more, Heavenly Father. Restore the virtue that came out of him, Heavenly Father. We know, Heavenly Father, that there are temptations, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we pray for him this evening that you protect him, Heavenly Father. The church is here, Heavenly Father. You know them individually, Almighty God. You know their needs, Heavenly Father. I say provide, Heavenly Father, because you are Jehovah Jireh, Almighty God. You are Jehovah Zekin, Heavenly Father. You are Jehovah Rapha, Almighty God. Provide once more, Heavenly Father. You know the church. You know your individuals. You know your children, Heavenly Father. Bless them once, once more abundantly, Almighty God. We pray, Heavenly Father, as we are going to depart from this place, we are praying for a traveling mercy, Lord, that you protect us wherever we are, Heavenly Father, even tomorrow, Heavenly Father, in our respective places, Heavenly Father, those that will be at school, Heavenly Father, that you give them wisdom, you guide them, Heavenly Father, those that will be at work, those that will be at home, Heavenly Father, we are praying that you protect us with the blood of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. All what we will be doing, Heavenly Father, in our families, Lord, that you become the guide, Heavenly Father, that you become the protector, Almighty God, that you become our leader, Heavenly Father. Because, Almighty God, we know we can't be led by men, Heavenly Father. In your word, you say, let every word, men, let every word, let, let every word that comes from a man be a liar, but yours be the truth, Heavenly Father. You say, Heavenly Father, even an angel come from heaven and preach any other gospel, and then he says, not this one, Heavenly Father, let him be accursed, Heavenly Father. So we pray once more this evening, Almighty God, that help us, Heavenly Father, to stay in this message, Heavenly Father. We know that this message, Almighty God, it has been 
Please, Heavenly Father, it has been sent to us, Almighty God, that it will take us to the rapture, Heavenly Father, until we meet, Heavenly Father, our Maker, our Creator, Heavenly Father. We are pilgrims here, like Abraham said. We are strangers on this earth, Heavenly Father. We are seeking for a city whose builder and maker is God Himself. Bless us once more, Heavenly Father. We pray for everyone, Almighty God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and all the church shall say, Amen. Amen. It says in the way, I Hallelujah. How many believe that? It will end up into the. The prophet says, What started on Sunset Mountain will unfold into eternity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's sing it, and then after you are dismissed, till we meet on Sunday, may God richly bless you. Hey, Hallelujah.